Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast, brought to you by Simply Physio, aimed at helping you live an enjoyable, fit, and healthy life in and around our community of Knoxville, Tennessee. And now, here is your host, Dr. John Mark Chesney. Well, welcome to the next episode of Stay Healthy Knoxville. I am super excited to have on the show today, Dee Matchett. In pursuit of um, Dee's passion to help herself and others prevent or reverse bone loss, she was introduced to OsteoStrong. OsteoStrong is a safe, natural, proven way to increase bone density without the potential harmful effects of medication. Uh, Dee serves as a volunteer uh, peer educator for American Bone Health, a member of the Knoxville Senior Safety Task Force, a sponsor of FHS Health Occupations Students of America chapter, and a volunteer instructor at ORICL, where she teaches a community education course called Good News for Bones. As a former instructor at Carson Newman University, her background in education has served her well as she is often asked to speak at various community groups in the area. She routinely screens for bone density at numerous health and employee uh, benefit fairs and uh, around the Knoxville area. And uh, we are so lucky to have her in our community. She's also one of my neighbors, um, neighboring business. And uh, and so I'm super thrilled to have her on the show to share her story. Welcome to uh, Stay Healthy Knoxville, D. Thank you. And I am really happy to be here. I love to share about bone health and it is my passion passion. So. Right. And I was really drawn to your story. I know we met um, yeah, probably about two years ago. And um, I'm, I can't remember if, if it was just being in proximity to each other or how, um, where we actually met. But yeah, and you've been to my facility. Correct. Yeah, right? yeah. And I've been I've been here and watched you and working, so it's it's just really neat. Right, and I know you shared some of your story with me, and I was really you know um, just really drawn into just how you got into you know matched up with Osteo Strong and into um, bone health, and yeah, would love for you to share your story here with our listeners. Oh, I would be glad to. Osteoporosis runs three generations deep in my family. For me, it, it runs on the paternal side of the family. Most of the time, genetically, it's on the maternal side. Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. But for me, it's on the paternal side. Okay. So my both my great-grandparents walked so bowed over, like almost at a 90-degree angle. You know, their, their necks craned to look up at you. Mm-hmm. My paternal grandmother was so bowed over, she got pneumonia, could not clear her lungs and died. My dad was six foot, one and a half. By the time he died, he was eye level with me and I am not a tall person. <laughs> and for so the guests know, how, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm five foot three and three quarters. Right, she's on the shorter <laughs> <Okay>. side. <laughs> um, so he lost, you know, just a tremendous amount of height being bowed over, mm-hmm. got where he could hardly swallow, had a difficult time breathing. So we had watched my grandmother die with pneumonia, which was a very difficult... Um, thing for her. And so we had really prayed for my dad that he would have a peaceful passing. Um, So at this point, he was 83 years old and in assisted living. So they wheeled him in his wheelchair down on a Sunday morning to church, came back for dinner. He laid his head down on the table and just stopped breathing. Hmm. Uh, We just really felt that was a blessing, you know. But osteoporosis is what killed him. People don't realize in advanced stages, your diaphragm and the whole thoracic cage collapses down onto your hips. And so all the internal organs get compressed, lungs get compressed. He was bowed at the neck. He had a lot of cervical compression fractures. And so um, it just really 
made it very difficult for him to breathe and swallow. And um, when was this? Like, what? He died in long... 2015. Okay, so not that long ago. Fairly recently, yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Well, sorry to hear. You know that. I know that's a hard part of your story. Um, but um, I understand that that's. Um, that, it was my motivation. Right. That that inspired that's you. That's my motivation and for sure. How did how did you go from you know seeing that happen to you know your right. father, some relatives, um, to like. Well, I was Your looking for, because I had seen this in my family history, so I'm looking like, oh, how can I prevent? I had, for yourself? For myself. Mm -hmm. So I had for years been, you know, exercising on a regular basis, lifting weights, doing um, body pump. I was okay. doing body pump class. Yeah. Um, so I was doing what I knew to take care of myself, eating a healthy diet. I'm not a junkie eater, you know. And I thought I was doing what I could to prevent this. And then I got a diagnosis with osteoporosis. And so the genetic component of it just kind of overruled <laughs> all you were doing all that I was doing I thought well there's got to be something else um, because I they gave me my options for medication and I'm like you know I really don't want to do any of that when were you diagnosed with 2014 the year before my dad died okay so when my dad passed away I had some inheritance money and I was looking for a way to invest that money so I had one track over here looking for a way to invest the money and another track over here on the other side looking for a way to deal with osteoporosis. And I came across OsteoStrong and I went, oh my goodness, I can do both. And I can honor my dad and do something that was beneficial, you know, to people who had this condition. Um, the CEO of OsteoStrong lives in Nashville, so it's mm. part of our headquarters. I went there and visited OsteoStrong facilities there, was really impressed uh, with the organization itself and the people involved and, and their commitment. Uh, it's it's um, a heartfelt commitment to help people with this condition. And um, so I thought, you know what, I'm not driving all the way to Nashville to do this once a week because it's a once a week program. And I, um, at that time I was teaching at Carson Newman, but I decided this is what I wanted to do. Sure. What, um, yeah, if you don't mind me asking, you're, you're teaching at Carson Newman. What subject were you teaching? Um, I actually taught international students. Okay. So I taught uh, presentation skills and accent reduction. Okay. So it was quite a, a, a shift. Quite a shift for me, It wasn't yes. necessarily mm -hmm. in the health and yeah. fitness field, but you just were inspired for, you know, for the family side, but also um, your side as well, uh, your personal uh, trajectory of health. Uh, to find a find a solution and so back when um when you were doing your own research you know it sounds like you were like hey how can, what can i do like what were you finding uh, maybe even before you found osteo strong like what were you finding as far as options or what uh, for um for yourself well at that point i was like looking at medications and mm -hmm. all those kinds of things and and just more or less ruling stuff out, sure. <laughs> you know, that no, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do that. And not really realizing because I was already doing the things that I knew to do, you know, as far as taking care of my personal health. So um, it kind of, I was still just searching for, is there any other option out there? Just wondering what you heard from or suggested from the medical community for whether it be your father or yourself, like when you were diagnosed with yeah, well, osteoporosis. Yeah, well, my dad had been on bisphosphonates for yeah. a short period of time. He was on Fosamax, and it caused him so much digestive upset that he said, I'd rather have the osteoporosis mm -hmm. than deal with this on a, on a daily basis. And um, I knew I had a lot of the same characteristics as my dad, so I didn't think that I would probably be any better, you know, as far as my reaction to the medication. So that was one reason I kind of ruled those bisphosphonates out. Sure. Yeah. Um, so they, you... they really acidify your digestive system. 
So if you have any kind of digestive issues already, they some of, some of the side effects are um, ulcers, stomach ulcers, that kind of thing. So if that's if you're already having acid reflux or any kind of digestive issues, then that's and my dad had um, some issues like that already. So you know, I, I work um, not necessarily in, in bone health, but you know, a lot of um, our clients are trying like don't want to go down the route of medication as well, right? Whether it be pain medication or migraine medication or you know these other things because of whether it be the addictive properties or just the side effects, right, of um, of them and looking for a more natural, Yeah, holistic. well, so I was looking at all the side effects of these medications. I thought, well, I'm already dealing with osteoporosis. I don't want to add all of these other complications to mm-hmm. that. I'd rather deal with one thing. So you, um, so you started off really going to one of the clinics, the OsteoStrong um, clinics in Nashville. Yeah, so I just did a visit there, yeah. Just a visit, and it was more of an exploratory of like, hey, I think I, this is something I want to like actually like uh, franchise or... Right, it is a franchise, okay. right. Um, so yeah, I imagine, I mean, had you ever done anything like that? It's like never. small business or... <laughs> I never, I've never been a business <laughs> owner before. It was a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd imagine just, you know, going from that. Yeah. Um, and when I started my franchise, I think I was the number 26 to open. There's now over 120. Wow. In just three years time. And so in the um, states, yeah, and we, some, we now have overseas facilities as well. Awesome, really that's growing. awesome. In the in the Knoxville area, um, you're I'm it. You're it. Okay, <laughs> here in West Knoxville and Farragut. Uh, just wondering, even like you know, making a big decision like that, and knowing that um, you know having the diagnosis of osteoporosis, was there um, any degree of like uh, like wanting to see it for yourself? first of like before stepping into well, that you know, or? I, I had looked at the research that osteostrong had mm-hmm. so we can this is kind of like down later in our discussion but i can go in head into it now sure it's based on what's called wolf's law which this doctor julius wolf discovered back in the 1800s that if he got enough impact on people's bones their bones got stronger and so since that time there's been over twenty-five thousand studies on wolf's law basically the wolf's law states that um bones will adapt to the amount of stress that they're exposed to or the whatever demand is placed upon them. Um, the osteogenic loading that we use does that in a unique way, but the principle itself is well-founded. Um, so we'll talk about that more as we go on. But yeah. I, I was convinced. I mean, it didn't take much to convince me that it would work. I just needed to pursue. Sure. So so you set up shop when? Um, January of 2017. 2017. So yeah, I did training in 2016 and did a building build out and all that kind of stuff that you have to do, you know, and got everything set up in sure. 2016 and then started in 2017. Okay. So yeah, you were just a little bit ahead of me. I was the fall of 2017. So, um, so, so yeah, set up shop and just wondering even from your own personal experience. So, um, so you've gone through the program, right? You right. had osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. So could you tell us from your own personal experience, like going through that, what, what has it done? Like what's been your results? Well, at my age, my dad was already stoop-shouldered and bowed over. And mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen me, my posture is erect, you know, so I know I've slowed this process down. Mm-hmm. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm still working on this, yeah. So, um, so yeah, set up shop and uh, back about three years ago, what, like starting off, what's um, been the feedback, or I don't know if necessarily the feedback, but uh, since you were the first like one in the area, I'd imagine like, I mean, did people even know what you were? No. <laughs> 
know. Um, what is it that people typically like, you know, think or the, that conversation initially and how's, how have you like over, you know, come just that, um, like what, and what is, I, I, I just remember you personally know, like driving by uh -huh. mm -hmm. and like seeing osteo strong. I never heard of it. And, but you know, you're right next to me as well. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm curious just, you know, as far as other people that are in health and wellness and, you know, osteo strong, it's like, well, that sounds some sort of fitness place. I don't know what it is, but you know, I just see it and, and maybe that's when I stopped by. I can't remember. It's been, yeah, I have my, on my front that it says not a gym, not a diet is <laughs> um, not a medic, not a pill, I think is what it says. Um, because that's what people automatically assume. What are you selling? They'll ask, that's what I get. What are you selling? You know, well, I'm not selling any pills. So, you know, is it a gym? No, it's not a gym. It's, it's really unique. And you, that's why we offer two free sessions because we want you to come and actually experience it and find out. Well, yeah, I love hearing your story and just how, um, how connected you are you know, really to um, the vision and the purpose of Osteo Strong, you know, from um, from your 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 family history and your own, you know, personal history. And then I know just, you know, seeing you, I know you're very driven <laughs> <laughs> and I see you all around, you know, that really spreading, you know, the word of, of, um, of bone health and what you guys, you know, are doing there for the community. So, um, so yeah, I commend you for, you know, for stepping out. Yeah. And it's, there's been a lot of marketing involved because again, it was pretty much unknown. I mean, I started with this when it really, nobody knew what else, very few people knew what osteostrong was. So there's been a lot of marketing, but really a good response, a really good response because people are looking for an answer. We're going to take um, a quick word from our sponsor. And then on uh, the second half of uh, the podcast, we're going to go into just all questions about bone health. And uh, so the questions that D gets get asked uh, regularly. And so we're going to answer them all here on the second half of the show. Stay Healthy Knoxville is sponsored by Simply Physio, a physio clinic that equips and empowers you to live your life to the fullest so that you can enjoy the things you love to do and be the person you are made to be. Simply Physio specializes in helping people get back to a healthy and active lifestyle, living free from pain and medication and avoiding unnecessary surgery. Stay tuned until the end of the episode to receive a special gift from Simply Physio and enjoy listening to the rest of the episode. Welcome back, guys. We're um, going to dive right into some of the top questions that D gets asked about bone health. And uh, the first one is um, with osteoporosis or bone loss, is it more prevalent now than in the past? Well, it appears to be because there's just so many more people that are in that baby boomer generation that have reached this age bracket where bone loss is more prevalent. And then there is more what we call secondary osteoporosis than there used to be. Secondary osteoporosis is not related to age. It's other things, physical conditions. It could be Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, um, diabetes. There's a number of different things, physical conditions that can um, contribute to bone loss. Also a number of medications that contribute to bone loss, like mm. steroids, um, proton pump inhibitors, which are for acid reflux, SSRIs. Um, those are serotonin reducers. They're I'm given a lot for mood and that kind of thing. So there's a number, and that, that's, I'm just giving you a short, you know. Sure. Yeah, there's a, quite a few out there that can cause bone loss. With with bone loss, do you like um, know uh, the prevalence, like statistically, of osteoporosis? 
just like um, how common it is. Oh, well, if you go on sites like the um, the International Osteoporosis Institute, those things, they'll talk about epidemic levels. Hmm. It's increased quite a bit, yeah. And, and the whole, we need more screening, and how are we going to deal with this? There's more fractures, you know. I used to have those numbers up in my head, and they're <laughs> not there right we now. Can, we can put in the show notes so you can get back to <laughs> yeah, me on okay. that. Um, I do know that with hip fractures, there's a about a 25% death rate. Which you wouldn't think a hip fracture would kill you, yeah. but it's it's the, the fact that being bedridden, there's all these other things that come along with that. And sure. the hip does not have a lot of um, vascular blood flow there, mm-hmm. so necrosis sets up fairly easily in the hip. So there's just the complications that come along. Yeah, I and mean, that's something that um, I mean, going back to the beginning of PT school, I just that's one thing I just re- remember very that uh, was um, taught, or you know, as far as like hip fractures. Um, signify like um, oftentimes, you know, death um, coming on, right? Uh, the mortality rate after a hip it's fracture. It's quite high, and it's actually higher for men than it is for women, believe it or not. So, guys need this checked out too. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, you need to have strong bones, um, you know, because one fall. I work with a lot of people with balance That's issues. It's life changing. A hip fracture is life changing. It is. It is, um, and it's a tough um, surgery. Oftentimes, at that age, to you know recover from, and that's why the mortality rate. So, so we very much preach prevention, right? Right. Well, and talking about prevention, that's another secondary thing that can happen with osteoporosis. If you're not building enough bone density in your youth, then you don't have enough to last during the stage of life where your bone loss um, is. Be- you're losing after the age thirty, one to three percent a year, depending on your activity level. After the age of 30? After the age of 30. So you need to really, really focus on building bone density in your youth. So if there's something, malabsorption issue, if you're on um, asthma inhalers, those kinds of things during your youth, then you're not building sufficiently. Um, Even being on birth control during those years when you should be building bone inhibits bone growth. So then people are not laying down sufficient bone during those years, and then it affects them later. may not affect them right then. It's just affecting them down the road. And um, you mentioned, I think, a more, a hip fracture is more common in men. Uh, uh, right? No, it's not that it's more common. They, they have a higher death, death rate than rate women do. Afterwards, is typically osteoporosis um, more one gender? More... Typically more female okay. um, because testosterone helps produce bone and men have larger bones to begin with. They can handle more loss um, before that becomes a problem for them. Women just are smaller framed. Do you know even just the standard, uh, I don't know, testing or diagnostics like for individuals? Like, like if somebody was concerned, like what is the process of like um, getting tested? And I'm not sure what is recommended in the the medical community, like for certain tests, like well, you know, here's like breast cancer is recommended right. at a certain age so to have a mammogram, right? There really is no specialty in medicine for osteoporosis like you can't go get a degree to treat people with osteoporosis so it's being treated by a variety of physicians geriatrics um endocrinologists general practitioners just um primary care physicians um really a, a wide variety so there's not doesn't a, fall you, under one right doesn't fall under, so there's no no so there's not a real mm-hmm. uniform way that it's treated so some doctors are screening earlier than others Okay, kind of depends on who you're seeing. Gynecologists, they usually screen women at menopause when they start into menopause to get a baseline, which is great. Um, but not, you know what I'm saying, it just depends on who who's your care provider. Sure. So if somebody was in, like um, 
concerns? Uh, what is the screening process like? Well, now we screen. I screen at my facility. We do that for free. Awesome. You can come in. It's a complimentary um, service that we provide. It is an ultrasound screening and we screen the heel. So your body will take minerals out of the hip and spine before it starts to take it out of the heel. So if the heel is low, it's a pretty good indication that you've got loss at the other places and you need to go get a DEXA scan, which is a radiation, uh, an x-ray to type of x-ray. That's more the gold standard, I right, guess. Right, it's more the, the gold standard. standard. So I can tell you, okay, you probably need to go get this, have this done, and your physician, if I can, like I have a printout I could hand you, you can take it to your physician, and he's going, oh, yeah, we need to do this. You know, it's, it's kind of like a, a precursor thing. If we don't see loss in the heel, it doesn't mean there's not anything going on. You could have loss that just hasn't gotten that far, hasn't gotten to the heel yet. Okay. For women, you definitely need to have a screen. I would, I would have it done, you know, when you hit that perimenopause stage, so that you've got a baseline so you can tell how much loss is and they do it. Insurance pays for it every two years. Um, for the the heel scan? For the DEXA scan. For the DEXA every yeah. two years. Okay, after a certain age? Uh, Medicare at you know, 65. Okay, for Medicare, will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so you guys um, do the heel scan, and is that how, how you... Um, how, how you track results or? Uh, we do. F- the whole bone remodeling process takes about six months. Okay. So we recheck in six months. I may or may not see change at that point because your body will also put the minerals back in the hip and spine before it puts it back into the heel. So your body's really smart and it knows where you need it. If we do see change at six months, that's a real positive indication that we've got some bone growth going on in other places. Um, if we don't, at that point, I'm usually talking about some nutritional things so that we can make sure we're not overlooking something. So uh, we've been talking about osteoporosis, and some other people may have heard the term osteopenia. So can you tell us the difference between the two? Um, so osteopenia is bone loss that's measurable, but not into an area that is at risk for fracture yet. Okay. So these were established um, by the World Health Organization. Um, after DEXA scan became available, they were trying to find a uniform way to report research. And so they came up with this scale. So zero being in the middle, positive and negative on either side. So they decided that osteopenia starts at about negative one or so. Osteoporosis, we know negative two, five or more. We could tell that from x-ray already. Osteopenia is more of a gray area. Okay. Um, so other factors come along in terms of your risk for fracture, like your balance, diet, other things are going to um, be more contributive to your whole risk factor, you know, what the picture looks like. Sure, sure. So is that something that you guys can pick up in your testing, like yeah. somebody that's os- oh, for just the osteopenia? Heel. Yes, well, just for the heel. Well. We're not looking at anything except the heel. You know, going into, you know, how it works, you mentioned, you know, early about the uh, Wolf's Law mm-hmm. and loading, you know, the skeleton. Can you right. explain that a little bit more? What does sure. that look like um, <laughs> for, like, uh, practically speaking, right. at, at OsteoStrong? Um, so our equipment was designed by Dr. John Jaquish. His mother was in her 70s. She developed osteoporosis. He knew Wolf's Law. He's like, I know it works. How could I get it to work for my 70-year-old mother who is not going to do high-impact activities, okay? Um, so his dad is a mechanical engineer, and he told his dad, this is what I need to do. They built a prototype in their garage, actually. In six months, his mom went from osteoporosis to osteopenia. In another year, she went to normal, 
normal bone density. Hmm. So then he began to research, set up a clinic, did his doctoral thesis on this. Since then, we've had multiple research um, you know, studies done out there. Um, but what it does, we're compressing and releasing the bone in a minute way, but enough to create what we call fluid shear stress. So it moves the interstitial fluid inside the bone. That excites these precursor cells called osteocytes. And they start signaling pathway telling the bone to build. So to creating more osteoblasts that build the bone. Uh, we, I do that every day. I mean, I can move that fluid. It, sometimes people have to work at that as far as getting a little more muscle mass before they're able to reach these thresholds. Uh, the threshold is based on your weight. But once we get that to happen, it's a, it, every week the, the response lasts about a week. So you just come in and you re-trigger that response every week. Um, so we can move the fluid with osteogenic loading. Your body is still looking for the nutrients. It's still looking for calcium and magnesium and vitamin D. So nutrition is involved in it as well. And um, what role do you guys play in nutrition, that piece well, of it? Yeah, so I'm not a nutritionist, but we have now partnered with um, Calton Nutrition. Okay. So you can read Jason Calton's book. It's called Rebuild Your Bones. They've done some wonderful things with micronutrients and bones. So we've kind of affiliated with them. Um, and that's something that, that when you say you partner with them, how, do, what, how does that um, look? Or, okay. Or so people interested in? I know because this is brand new. We, this, okay. <laughs> this has just come about this year. And I actually just signed my affiliate papers this past week. Okay. So, <laughs> so brand new, hot off the press, but we are going to be able to offer some nutritional um, piece to it. Piece to it as awesome. well. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So is it, um, you guys just focus on certain areas of the body, like the spine and the hips? That's what we've talked about so far. With... So DEXA scan only measures lumbar L1, 2, 3, and 4, mm -hmm. and it measures four points in the hip and gives you a, what's called Ward's triangle is the narrowest point in the hip. So they look at that, but that's the area that's narrowest. And so it's the most likely to fracture. Um, we're actually working on other things as well. So we have a station for upper body that's building from shoulder down into the wrist, there's a station for low body building from hip down into the ankle. Uh, there's a station for core that builds rib cage because ribs are another common break area. They don't measure those, but th that's fairly common. People have been known to just cough and break a rib. And we have a station for posture um, that strengthens the muscles in the back and strengthens vertebrae, so builds bone in the vertebrae. So we're looking at all the different areas. You know, Osteo Strong, when I met D, you know, it's one of those things you you really need to um, experience. Yeah, you have to <laughs> like, experience it for um, sure. We're trying our best to describe it, yeah. have, you know, for you. So you at so least the reason have... we say it's not a gym, you don't sweat. <laughs> right. You know, I, you know. You and can... she's taking, D's taking me through the whole um, process. <laughs> you can talk through the whole thing. You don't get winded, you know, mm -hmm. it's... Um, and so it's really, yeah, it's really fascinating. It's really interesting, but, um, yeah, we're trying our best to give you understanding, you know, that our listeners, um, that, you know, specifically interested in building better, uh, bone health, um, enough information for you to come in and, and, um, and test and, and, you know, test it out and see it for yourself. But it's, it is very unique. I've never done anything like it. You know, it's, it's, um, very, um, um, it's, uh, calibrated, right? Yeah. So it's measurable. Mm -hmm. Um, like you're pressing, I just remember looking at the sensors right. and so we put your weight into the 
computer system, it calculates the threshold you have to reach to move that interstitial fluid. So you can see that on the screen. There's a line there telling you where it is. And you know when you, you have to hold it past that line for five seconds. Five to, seconds. I can remember that time. You have, to but... you have to maintain that for five seconds to get sufficient um, excitement in those osteocytes. Uh, so it's very, you know, I mean, you can see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then it measures from week to week. We can see your, because um, it triggers myofibril growth. So you can actually see your strength increase. It gives you a percentage of strength increase, which is a reflection of the myofibrils growing. And so you have um, how many different stations, you said? Four stations. Four stations. And we also include vibration before and after as well. There's some stimulation that happens with that as Okay. Well. So there's like six different um, Six steps altogether. Steps. It takes about 15 minutes, though, to do the whole thing. None of it lasts very long. Yeah, 15 minutes, and you don't have to be in exercise clothes. No, you, you come dressed as you are. Only thing we ask is that you wear a flat shoe. You can't wear high heels. We don't want to twist somebody's ankle. So tell us, how is uh, the osteogenic loading different than taking medication for bone loss? And can people do both? You can do both. Uh, I have people that are on medication that are coming. I have people that are wanting to transition off their medication, but they're trying to, you know, make that change. Um, then I have people who don't want to be on medication or they can't take the medication. Maybe they've got some sort of... Um, response to that medication that, that they can't take it. And so we're the alternative for them. So yes, you can do both. The difference is medication blocks osteoclast production. So those are the cells that go in and take old bone away. It doesn't actually build new bone unless you're on an anabolic. That's something different. But the bisphosphonate class of drugs, what they do is cause apoptosis or death of the cell of uh, osteoclast, or some of them inhibit um, the maturation of those cells. It's a different process for different ones, a different pathway. But the end result is that you don't have as many osteoclasts. So then old bone is not leaving. What we're doing is stimulating new bone to come in. So we're balancing this thing out. What happens with osteoporosis is that you've got more osteoclasts than you do osteoblasts, so you get more bone loss and you do more bone gain. We're just trying to balance that out and create more bone gain. And so medication really isn't designed? It's a short-term answer. It's not the long-term answer. Okay. Um, because long-term, you want that old bone going away because it's the weaker bone. So, you know, you have the program. Are there other things, you know, beyond, you know, you mentioned, you know, the diet piece that you guys are rolling out as well. Like other things that you recommend people to do as well uh, to complement uh, oh, well, we always recommend that people do some sort of cardiovascular. We're not doing anything for cardio, so you need some sort of cardio exercise as well. Um, and if you're working out in a gym, what we're doing is tapping into the ATP, that quick burst energy that is in the sarcoplasm that surrounds the muscle. That's why you don't have to do this repeatedly. So you don't sweat with it because it's a one-time like a sudden effort kind of thing. So the more you're working out at the gym, the more muscle you're building, the more ATP there is, no cells. So it all kind of works together. It works well together. And You don't and have to do that kind of exercise. You don't have to do weight-bearing exercise, but it is certainly an adjunct and helpful. It can be complimentary. And there's so many other health benefits to it as sure, well. Sure, sure. So you mentioned that it will um, it stimulates the interstitial fluid and, and there's some sort of weak duration. So most people... Uh, like when they're yeah. getting started with the program, they come in once a week or come in a little frequently? No, no, no. You always come once a week. It, the bone, you know how you exercise your muscle and it needs some time to recuperate? Mm -hmm. The bone needs that as well. Okay. 
So you, it's, it's just once a week. Okay. More is not beneficial to you. And then um, is there a point where they people don't need once a week or just once a week is yeah, really... Yeah, so once you've attained the bone density that you want, like you've come back to normal, then we have a maintenance program where you can come every other week to maintain, but that's your option. You don't have to do that. Sure. Okay. And then, so you mentioned, so you'll measure, you know, you get some measurements at the very beginning and then there's um, your weekly measuring just the force Yeah, we're for measuring force production on a weekly basis. <clears throat> And then at a, a six-month mark is when you'll look to see as far as uh, improvements in the, right. the heel scan. Um, and any other other pieces of measurement that you guys are doing as well? Yeah, we also do a balance test on a B-Trek system. So we're looking at sway. And when we're increasing the core um, station, increases core strength. And then one reason we're incorporating the vibration is to increase proprioception. So you can explain proprioception. Sure, how the body is uh, recognized the joints where they are in space. Right. Uh, if that's yeah helpful, we're, so you so you know the angles of of certain movements and. Right, and so vibration really aware. helps with that proprioception. So uh, we'll do a, a tandem stance for people who cannot stand on one leg. To that's kind of like our starting point with that, um, and then. What we are, my goal is to get everybody to be where they can uh, stand on one leg for 30 seconds. Most falls happen when people are going up and down stairs, up or down an incline, and that one foot is off the floor. So we're trying to give them enough balance that they can recoup. You know, if they get off balance, they've got enough core strength that they can correct. If they need more than that, I send them to you. That's right. That's right. We help, um, you know, there's a, a piece of the dynamic uh, balance and, you know, more of the static balance. And people really need both uh, to help maximize their uh, potential to yeah, to not fall and break right. it up and, and, and uh, you know, be in a bad situation. Besides... Um, you know, addressing fr uh, fracture prevention. Um, are there other ways, you know, you, you talk about um, helping with uh, the bone density, you know, helps with the fracture uh, prevention. Um, you mentioned the balance and the core strength. Uh, yeah. Do those help as well as sure, far as so core that strength? We're just trying, most people fracture when they fall. So if we can reduce that risk of falling, then we've reduced the fracture risk as well. Plus, because this also triggers myofibril growth, the muscle gets denser. So it acts like a shock absorber. The more muscle you have around that bone, if you do have a fall, you've just got more padding in there to protect the bone. So this is one reason it works. It's working so well. Like medication only addresses one issue. Mm -hmm. This is addressing both the bone and the muscle issue that's involved in that. Are there other people that could benefit from osteogenic loading beyond, you know, just who we would typically think of, of somebody right. with osteoporosis. So our primary or... clientele are people that have bone loss, mm -hmm. but we also have people who are there for um, just athletic performance. I've got people, I've got a couple that are coming, um, they're involved in these Spartan races. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, those kind of I've, things. I've done, um, done something some like that. Yeah. Not a Spartan one, but I've done their um, competitors. Right. So. so they're trying to increase muscle density, you know, and increase endurance and strength for that. And of course, balance. And if you improve balance, you know, you've improved your ability for a lot of things. I have golfers coming because they get a longer stroke um, because we're improving balance and then improving um, their upper body strength as well. So it's really great for athletes is too, because you get, uh, most athletes know what a one rep max is. Mm -hmm. We're emulating a run one rep max without actually having to lift the weight. Uh, D, you were speaking somewhere else um, 
uh, it was maybe a year or two ago, and I remember you showing the heel drop. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so that's yeah. something that I um, when you know when I'm talking with somebody and when they bring up um, osteoporosis or you know concerns of that, you know. I mentioned, you know, I was like, you got to go see D. Uh, but in the meantime, let me show you something that D taught me in a presentation. You mind telling people the, what the heel drop is yeah. and how they can, um, something they can even work I on? I would tell people if you've got bone loss in your spine, if you then you want to be cautious with this. Sure. Um, but what you're doing is um, lifting up, like staying on your tiptoes, getting mm -hmm. as high as you can, and then dropping your weight onto your heels as hard as you can. So again, if you have you know, severe bone loss in your spine, you don't want to do this. But what it studies probably have shown, not if you have plantar fasciitis either okay. <laughs> on, the, on the heels. <laughs> um, what the studies have shown is that it helps you maintain density in the hip. It doesn't really build, but it does help you maintain. Yeah, so that's um, an easy way to even, you know, get, get started um, is um, doing the heel drop. So, you know, we mentioned how it's it's really different uh, than, than working out. Uh, as far as at the gym, um, are there pieces of this that people could get just at the gym? Yeah, the, the difference is the amount of force that it takes to actually move that fluid would be very difficult to do in the gym. So um, upper body, it takes 2.5 times your body weight. Like in the gym, you'd have to lift 2.5 times your body weight to get the same effect we're getting with osteogenic loading and not having to lift the weight. Um, Low body, the fluids, we only know this for low body, but we've got much more study because of hip and femur fractures. We know the point at which the fluid starts moving is 4.2 times your body weight, but the ideal for building bone is seven times your body weight. That's a lot of weight to That's have to weight. move in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ribs don't take this much, only 1.5 times your body weight, but most people aren't going to do 1.5. And it's a very strategic, we're in an isometric position. It's all about how you're positioned to be very difficult to position yourself. Yeah, how do you guys load the ribs? That. I mean, that's uh, an odd angle. Right. Um, so it's, it's like a, it's a seated crunch, but we're keeping the neck and the line in alignment with the spine so that we don't put pressure in that area. Okay. And it, you, you did, this is one of those things you have to come and experience. <laughs> but we're able to load that without actually... Um, well, it'd be, I don't know how you would do that in a gym, to tell you the truth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the postural one, again, it takes about two to two and a half times your body weight for that one as well. So it's just it's weight you're not going to do in it. And you couldn't do it. If you did it, you wouldn't do it safely. It's just that's a lot of weight to have to have to control over the whole time. Even if you could lift it, can you control releasing it? So Right. Now, I understand you guys have like... Um uh, some sort of uh, wall of honor or wall of, uh -huh, right? Yeah, yeah. So what what kind of um, improvements are you, do you so see with we clients? We can see that percentage of increase. So when people's force production is increased by 25%, they get to go on our strength wall and then we just watch them climb the wall. It's really neat. I've got a couple of people at 200% strength increase. Wow. Well, Dee, thanks uh, for sharing all about uh, bone health and how it's people my can- pleasure. Um, can combat and fight back against, you know, oftentimes uh, just the effects of living life, uh, but where, you, you know, you can live life well and live life, um, continue to live life well despite, you yeah, know, Yeah, so age. it's all about quality of life, isn't mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to do for people is just help them maintain quality of life for as long as possible. Well, um, 
a few other things I would like to get to. Um, how long have you been in Knoxville? I actually was living in Jefferson, well, in Morristown, teaching there in Jefferson City. I moved two weeks after I opened the facility. So. Okay. Well, we like asking um, some questions <laughs> specific about Knoxville or um, greater Knoxville area. So that could include uh, Jefferson City and um, areas up there. But um, yeah, we'd be interested in hearing something on your bucket list. Ah, I want to um, skydive. I want to do a tandem skydive. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, I'd like to too. I think my brother has. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I th yeah, but I feel like that's one of those things that uh, you can't really know what it's like until like, I just can't imagine like leaning over that plane and jumping out. Yeah, but how exhilarating was that? I think, it I, really, I, think I would enjoy it, but... <laughs> Um, who knows? You may get up. I might be up there and just, you know, pee my pants and <laughs> who knows what I have done. Um, hang gliding. Oh, you have. Uh, I th that would be fun too. Uh, tandem hang gliding. Uh, but I really think that's nothing like skydiving because I mean, it's very like very peaceful. I mean, you're up in the air. If you're scared of heights, you probably don't want to do either one. I don't want a bungee cord. I'm afraid that that is like, you know, what if something happens and I hit and the cord wasn't, you know, <laughs> That's that problem to could be there sky. with skydiving too. Yeah, you probably so. <laughs> well, um, you'll have to um, let us know, um, yeah, when you're planning your your skydiving, maybe in a future episode. Okay. <laughs> What's one of your favorite places to enjoy around Knoxville, like outside, if you're if yeah. you have some time off? Right. So the various parks around here, like Founders Park and oh, out, out by the lake, I just like to walk. My daughter and I go walking a lot. Perfect. So Founders Park is one that you like to see. That's a one real close to us, and um, yeah, it's easy to get to. So. Yeah, it's, it's, sometimes that's um, just enjoy the things that are close to you, right? And um, it doesn't have to. I mean, the Smokies are amazing, but I like to paint. So sometimes we will just take our canvas and paints and go sit and paint to walk first, and then sit down and paint over at the park or something uh -huh, like out yeah. there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you have a favorite restaurant you enjoy around Knoxville? Little Bangkok. I love Little Bangkok. I eat gluten free, and I can eat their gluten free. So okay, where's that? Little Bangkok? Mm -hmm. You not ever been to Little Bangkok? No, I have not. Okay. So <laughs> I don't get out much. You got young kids. And <laughs> corner of Campbell Station and Parkside. Okay. Uh, you know where the Walgreens is on that corner? Yes. It's yes. in that little strip behind there. Okay. Yeah. Um, like by, so it's um, Thai Blue, food. Blue Ridge Yoga yeah, is right over in there in Miller uh -huh. Mushroom. Right, right in that area. Okay. Leaving our listeners um, a tip, a recommendation for staying healthy, you know, in particular, maybe bone health. What would you leave yeah. um, our listeners? Plenty of sunshine. Sunshine builds vitamin D, which helps with bones because um, vitamin D actually helps your body absorb calcium. Yeah, that's hard to do these um, this time of the, we've had so much rain. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's but true. Hopefully, a good day is a day um, when we have some sunshine. Yeah, hopefully here, the right? sun is coming Soon, um, coming yes. soon so we can all enjoy some more sunshine well the um if somebody's interested in um testing um finding out more you mentioned first of all that you um you offer two free sessions is yes. that right uh -huh. uh, so if somebody wanted to you know take you up on that offer or just find out more information or maybe they have a question right. to ask what's the best way to do that well they can call us at 423-839 6600. It's 423? 423. I know that's odd, but okay. it is a, it, we are in Farragut, though. <laughs> okay. Um, then our Facebook page, you can look on there and there's, we'll be, read more on that. But there's also a calendar link where you can go and set up an appointment time for a complimentary session with us. Okay. And what's um, the Facebook page? 
It just osteofarragut. Osteofarragut. Osteo, I'm sorry, osteostrong farragut. Okay. Well, and they can also just drop by. We're next to um, That's right. El Mezcal Restaurant in Aspen Square. So everybody knows where Sam and Andy's is. It's that same strip. And if you know where Simply Physio uh, Yes, we're right around the corner from Simply Physio. You'll probably find Osteostrong a little easier than yeah. us since we're one um, block behind um, off Kingston Pike. But um, but yeah, right here in West Knoxville and Fairgate. We'd be glad to show people around just to let you observe if you want to come and drop yeah, in. Yeah, and I really encourage any listeners out there that... Um, and it may be, maybe you're listening and you have um, a, a parent you know, who is um, kind of in that age of, you know, concerned about falling, um, you know, has been, you know, questionable bone health. So, you know, if, if, a, um, if you're listening, uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, people that are listening to the podcast are maybe more middle-aged right. um, or younger, but, um, but yeah, mention this to, you know, your parents, if your parents are that age, you know, too. And, um, I had a fellow who um, had been with me five weeks he came in and he said, I can get up out of my recliner now without struggling. I said, really? He was having to get down on his hands and knees in the floor, climb the furniture to stand up. Five weeks he could get up out of his recliner. That's, you know, that's life changing for people. Right. So, so yeah, come visit um, Dee at, at Osteo Strong and um, yeah, take her up on those offers. She's doing some amazing work and I'm so happy to have her as um, a business neighbor, but here in the Knoxville community, just um, serving the community and helping people live longer and live stronger. Thank you. All right. It's well, a pleasure. Yeah. Stay healthy, Knoxville. Thank you for tuning in to the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast brought to you by Simply Physio. If your pain is preventing you from staying healthy and active and you'd like to avoid surgery, pain medicine, or just want to get back to doing the things you love in and around Knoxville, we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the next best steps for resolving it. Find our ebooks online at simplypt.com/health-tips. There you will find ebooks for topics such as neck and shoulder pain, lower back and hip pain, knee pain, and TMJ. These quick-to-read reports will provide you with expert tips, tricks, and exercises to help solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit simplypt.com slash health dash tips to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer free, no obligation phone consultations with a doctor of physical therapy to Knoxville area residents. Just call us at 865-351-0615 or visit us at simplypt.com and click the talk to a PT button on the home page to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us and we will see you next time on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast.